two, a one, two, a one, two. One, two, one, two. I want to, you know it. I want to feel the vibe. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here back at it free and alive on a Friday. It is TrueSchoolTV.com. The podcast, radio show, video show, all the shits, man. Just representing in the name of hip-hop, man. Check out TrueSchool.com for all your Bay Area hip-hop events. TrueSchoolTV.com for all of your hip-hop video content, whether it's music videos, podcasts, interviews, rap freestyles, rap battles, any of the shit, knowledge, all of the things are available to you on TrueSchoolTV.com. I am Unlearn the World. With me, as always, is your man, Ren, the Vinyl Archaeologist, a.k.a. Renoir. What's up, what's up? How we feeling? How we feeling? Chilling, chilling. We doing good on a Friday, man. We doing good, real, real, real good on a Friday. Let me get my, my, my Facebook live popping. But you can also check us out on TrueSchool.com or TrueSchoolTV.com. All the multiple camera angles. We, we, we lit in here, man. So, yeah, we haven't been here for a while. 
Yep, took a few weeks off. Yeah, you know, to, on sabbatical. We're very so busy. Speak. Booked and busy. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, this is probably the busiest year of my life, low key. Yeah, you just um, had a video. Video event. music, yeah, uh-huh. video music awards, aka the IWAMs. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I just I, I went on tour with KRS One. Yeah, that was a thing. Um, you know, so we just we're, I'm I'm happy to be here. You know, shout out to Youth Radio, aka YR Media. Check out us or check us out on AllDayPlay.fm. Shout out to everybody who is participating and vibing with us all around the world. Um, so yeah, because we haven't been here, there's so many things to talk about. Uh, you know, I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start, Ren? Um, well, uh, let's start with, uh, what's going on? Um, yeah. let, let, let's, let you, let you give the rundown of what we're going to talk about. Okay, well, we got a lot of things, different things. We got, um, George Clinton being honored by the Grammys. We got HBO doing a documentary on the Apollo Theater, which is really dope. Mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper and T.I., as well as, uh, Cardi B with their Rhythm and Flow show. We're going to get our thoughts on that. Van Lathan from TMZ getting fired after a fight in his newsroom. We got Eminem being interviewed by the Secret Service after the BET Hip Hop Awards a few years back. Fat Joe talking about uh, uh, his his reflections on Eminem and passing up Eminem's demo. Um, Lizzo being accused of copying CC Peniston, you know, and a bunch of dope music videos. So, all right, well, we'll, yeah. we'll start with a with a new song by Nit, da, Nas and Dave East. How, how about yeah, that? Let's do and that. then let's we'll go we'll go into those topics. Riff. So yeah, this is brand new Nas featuring Davies, Godfather 4. I just saw the Instagram uh, artwork for this. Um, I had no idea what it was. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then sure enough, um, yeah, let's get into it. You got it? Yeah. Let's go. TrueSchool.com exclusive world premiere. Nas, Dave East, Godfather 4. Peep it, peep it. Chicago, you're still shooting up. In Boston, y'all still shooting up. In Queensbridge, stay shooting up. Even in Wichita, it's wicked. You see a mic stand lit up under the spotlight, a silhouette of a man slaying beats that knock, right? I treasure whenever niggas or rhetoricals hit orchestral tracks and nail it. Smooth black velvet and rap intelligent, but then it's just a low percent who blow on some knives big and over shit. No offense, but I was over with finding young spitters whose names I remember. Day. Dissing your idols kill your future unless your idols souped up. Jamaica Ab Nas, Cherry Drop cooped up. Still hitting clubs, grimy niggas occasionally shoot up. Bang, bang, pow, pow, these snorters still toot up. My dad, granddad came to my cousin through a psychic. I don't really like it, pay prices for afterlife advice. It's kinda double jumble. Prefer to take my chances. Who gets out alive? Nobody got the answers. All we got is questions. I told my bitch, she hit the genetic lottery. Love it when she lied to me. A friendship is built over time and trust too. But trust is a contract that constantly needs to be renewed for peace and solitude. Peace and solitude. Trust me and love me. I trust you and love you. Could you? Could you? Could you really show love? Like a tree falling in the middle of the forest. Nobody heard your shit drop, it's really garbage How come rappers you claiming I got my style from Never power and temper my mint No this to them men who got it in This is now, that was then Different style, different bends As clear as a difference You resorting to, uh, distorting the truth 
grind. My offspring, these youths walk in my shoes. Yo, big bro, I'm from the ice pick era. Light skin terror. Thought I could sell this dope until my life get better. Hieroglyphics got them tatted on us, so it's hard to miss us. Reminiscing my uncle sniffing the Lionel Richie. Soul train over breakfast. Lexus across the trap barrel. They not thorough. How you my brother? You not thorough. Soul train over breakfast. Lexus across the trap barrel. You not thorough. You not my brother. You not general. A whisper of death. A kiss of life. From Sade lips. My wish for life. My neck wearing exotic material. So excited. I'm While I'm a dazzler, ancient astronaut from the Dogon tribe, gangster tatted up, time traveler nines. How I'm unraveling this major paper and blast niggas like a navy laser. System activated, board the cabin orderly fashion. I'm glad you made it. I'm the captain, flight time, three minutes. Won't be serving lunch or dinner. Your comfort is my concern. You could burn it if you feel it. We'll be cruising at 40,000 feet. Your in flight movie is Godfather 4, starring me and Dave East. First class for the whole flight, go ahead and lean your seat back. No lunch at dinner menu, but got champagne if you drink that. Stewardess's models, gelato. You can bring it on the pilot cool. I snuck in the cabin so I could see the storm. Joe Clark, the one that they leaning on. I just took my shoes off. Shorty across the aisle look like Lena Horn. 40,000 feet, my Wi-Fi still cracking. You niggas is still packing. This flight about the land. Pick your seat up. Secure your area. Clean up your mess. Half the seats, Louis Vuitton. We double G'd up the rest. We don't even acknowledge the ones you seem to impress. Don't forget your charger. We can fly whenever. Be my guest. When they release the trumpets on you, <laughs> we got my man Ren, the vinyl archaeologist in the mix. You know how Heard we get us. down, trueschool.com, trueschooltv.com. That was some brand new Dave East featuring Nas Godfather 4. Really dope record. You know what I'm saying? I like Dave East personally. Um, you know, we'll see what it does, man. Like It's, it's, it's real real hip-hop from the soul, from the, from, for the people. You know what I'm saying? That soulful boom-bap shit. I'm here for it all day, Word. which is a good segue into Nas. Nas recently reported uh, was reported in an interview saying that he's over celebrating the Illmatic album. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like he's done celebrating it, is what yeah, he's saying. He's done celebrating it. He <laughs> appreciates all the fans, but he, he he went on in the interview to say that he's released ten projects, um, and though he does respect and uh, appreciate everybody showing love for the one album that he's kind of like over that you know. Being pigeonholed into celebrating the one offering that he had hella years ago is kind of corny to him, is what he said. <laughs> um, and I think he was also talking specifically to like him always like doing uh, anniversary performances with like the symphony and all of that uh-huh. off this one album. Mm-hmm. And I could I could understand it on one level, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I preface that by saying that if it wasn't for that Illmatic album, I would never be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? So that album holds a special place in my heart. Nas as an MC holds a special place in my heart. But I do feel him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not at that level yet to know what it is to do the same goddamn song every year for 30 <laughs> years. I was, you know, I, I always ask all of my artist friends, like, yo, imagine whatever song you like or even don't like, you have to do for 20 years. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just went I on. Think, I think, like, De La Soul went through that with me, myself, and I. I could imagine. I could imagine <laughs> anybody going through it. Like, yeah. I, you know, like, when, like, when Lauryn Hill... Was, was coming out to town, right? The first time I saw Lauryn Hill was at the uh, the Paramount Theater. You know what I'm saying? And I was disappointed, as, as a lot of people are, just full disclosure, right, in terms of her performance, because we are connected to the way the song was introduced to us. 
right? So all the classic songs from any of your favorite artists, that's what you love and admire. But then when you watch them live and they do this calypso rendition of fucking Lost Ones, you're like, what the that fuck is, is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I listening to this Bob Marley remix of fucking that thing? I don't know. But then you have to think, like, for her, she's a world-renowned, highly celebrated star. And she's been doing this song ad nauseum for 25 plus years. So for her, she has to like divvy it up. She has to make it fresh. No different than Nas, I would imagine, with like doing Illmatic with the symphony or doing Illmatic with like whoever else you're going to collab with. I'm just, I'm sure he's tired of it. But it always is going to remain a special uh, album in my heart. And I'm sure a lot of other hip hop heads, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we got to also give credit to all the other great pieces of work in Nas's catalog, right? Like Godson was a great album, in my opinion. Uh, one of my favorite albums, I would say right under it was written, would be Life is Good, which is one of his older albums. You know what I'm saying? He was a little bit more mature. He spoke about his personal life, shit like that. I thought that was really, really dope. Did he um, do a project with Green Lantern too? He might have. I don't that remember that. Dope. You know what I'm saying? But like he he has so much other work that you could celebrate and 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 appreciate. He had the N-Word album. Yeah, he had the N-Word album. That was a really great album. That was the first time I think him and Jay-Z have ever collaborated on a track, Black Republicans, even though people don't really appreciate that song as much as I do personally. Um, but, you know, I, he, he does have a lot of other dope work in his catalog so shout out to Nas for at least trying to put the moratorium on celebrating the Illmatic album even though I will never stop celebrating that fucking album fuck all that shit um, <laughs> you know but uh, other things are going on in the culture man let's see what we have we have uh so the whole thing with Eminem right like actually we're gonna preface that by talking about TMZ and TMZ's correspondent Van Lathan being fired after uh, an argument he had with a co-worker, from what I understand or from what all reports are showing, that he had this argument or this spat with regard to politics. And um, the person that he was arguing with is a little bit more conservative, but also a co-worker at TMZ. And it kind of got physical or it got like kind of out of hand. And Van Lathan was since fired from there. Um, I don't think Van Lathan's going to be hurting for any, any work anytime soon. I think he's built his name for it. For those who don't know who Van Lathan is, if you remember... Kanye West having that nervous breakdown at TMZ headquarters. This was the black man who came in and checked Kanye, and then Kanye wanted a hug after going on his like temper tantrum. That's who Van Lathan is. So I'm sure he'll be able to bounce back somewhere and get a, a, a get some shit going, whether it's a podcast or another uh, show, whatever the case is. Wish him the best of luck. Um, but that's a great segue into Eminem who it was recently reported was interviewed by the Secret Service after his BET Hip Hop Awards freestyle a couple years back where he was threatening the president in his freestyle. Like most celebrities or most people who threaten the president, regardless of who the president is, you're going to get visited by the Secret Service. Um, you know, so I, I don't know really what else to say besides Yeah, but that. it sounds like, you know, somebody from TMZ uh, called the uh, Secret Service. Is that what it was? Yeah. So somebody what, from so wait, TMZ... Call the Secret Service. Wow. So, so, all right, yeah. So, all right, this is reported by OK Player. Right. Um, it says so. So actually, BuzzFeed News had obtained 40 pages of documents revealing the Secret Service's interest in Eminem. The Detroit MC's threatening lyrics on Framed from his 2017 album Revival led to the service running a background check in December 2017. A background check? Really? Eminem has been, just so we're clear, Eminem has been one of the biggest celebrities in American history for the last 20 years. Background check? Yeah. They, they probably you, checked him out. 
Already, you know way saying? before like, this. You know, hip-hop I'm, police, you know what I mean? This is true. That's my whole point. You know what I'm saying? And, and we could talk about the hip-hop police and, and shutting down certain artists from performing at but Rolling Loud. But somebody from TMZ Wowzers. initiated this. Now, I, see, this is actually very... It, it's more worrisome than it, it, it seems to be, right? Because you basically have somebody working for a news outlet in a publication trying to censor artists... You know, and, and trying to hold them accountable for their freedom of speech. Yeah. It's just kind of a weird thing. And, and mm-hmm. actually showing bias when mm-hmm. I think the whole rule of journalism is to be objective and not to get involved, mm-hmm. right? You're just kind of reporting the news. Mm-hmm. But this is actually trying to create the news. So it, it, it sets a very chilling precedent, in my opinion, uh, that people in newsrooms are, are willing to do this and willing to go to that extent. For real. You know what I mean? To try to to try to bring an artist uh, or to try to curb an artist's opinion or mm-hmm. to try to keep them from speaking out against the egregious um, mess that is the Trump administration, yeah. especially. Worth but any, I mean, it could have been Obama. It could have been anybody, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think criticism is an integral part of American democracy, democracy as a whole. You know, we're here to hold our leaders' feet to the fire. They promise us all this bullshit every fucking four years. We're bombarded with CNN fucking debates and news items and news cycles and all of that stuff. We, I mean, I think it's important for all of us to be involved in your local and as well as national politics. But at, at a certain point, as a as a media professional, you need to know where to draw the line between your own personal desires and what's going on at your job. So you know, uh, it, it, it's really interesting, and I, I personally wouldn't be worried about Eminem. I think he doesn't even leave his house, so I don't know. I don't know. And speaking uh, of Eminem, yeah. So Fat Joe uh, reported. Uh, let's see. He 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 reported. Where was this at? So Fat Joe reported on passing up. Dem- Eminem's demo at least six times, um, calling it the biggest mistake of his life. So he we spoke on he spoke on Florida's WEDR ninety nine point one FM in Miami, talking about how um, he was given Eminem's demo several different times. Um, there's a video that we'll go to right now. Let's uh, switch over to my thing, and we'll play the video. Let's check this out. Eminem, you was gonna, he almost signed with T.S.? He almost got down with T.S.? No. Um, what happened was Eminem out here in Miami, he gave me his demo like six different times. And everywhere I went was this little white boy, and he kept giving me his demo. He was like, yo, listen to my music. I'm telling you, I'm nice, I'm nice, I'm nice. And I never really, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't Damn do it. it. <laughs> and now he's the biggest guy in the universe. I mean, a uh, similar thing happened with me with Rick Ross. Similar, similar thing like Pitbull. I don't know if y'all know. I took Pitbull's demo to New York City and got him signed to TBT. That's a fact. Oh, really? That's how he got with Lil Fat Joe. Wow. So what happened was Robbie Fernandez, Robbie Rob, who's still part of his management team, Pitbull was signed to him. And Robbie is my brother. Like, he took care of me when I ain't have no money. So he came up to me and we was we was popping, and uh, me and Pun we you know we going platinum black to black, and he was like, "Yo, I got this artist, Cuban dude, Pitbull, you know what I'm saying?" And he gave me his music. I heard it when I went to New York. I was like, "Yo, this the next one," and they signed Pitbull. That's a fact. Mm, so there you hear it, 
Fat Joe talking about almost signing Eminem or passing up on Eminem. But you, here's what's so interesting, because I think that certain artists should not be signed to certain situations, right? I don't think Eminem becomes as big as, uh, as a performer if he's signed to Fat Joe. What was what, what uh, label would was it would have been Terror Squad and Atlantic, right? So, uh-huh. so Fat Joe was signed to Atlantic. I was I, I used to work in the uh, the production department of Warner Music Group, so we were responsible for like rolling out the the, the Terror Squad uh, compilation album, mm-hmm. Fat mm-hmm. Joe's album, Don Cartagena, like all of that shit. Mm-hmm. But so I mean, Terror Squad was moving. There was that whole Latin wave of hip hop that was happening, like circa '99, 2000. I mean, he did have. He was popping. Like they, he, was. he was popping. I'd, he had lean back at the, the, the. But that was 2002. I mean, that's lean oh, back two, comes two, out 2002. Two, 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 you're right? right. You're right. Eminem becomes a multi platinum rap star by 1999. Right. Uh huh. So I don't think that Eminem giving his demo to Fat Joe in the late '90s does as much for him as signing to Dr. Dre. Yeah. Of course. Right. Similarly, with with uh, I, I mean, maybe, and this may be my my perspective when it comes to even Pitbull, right? Like I could see how that could work right. more so, mm-hmm. but I think Pitbull really started popping when he changed his entire sound, right? If y'all recall Pitbull, Pitbull sounded like a he was he was a gangster rapper. Oh really? Dude, Miami dude talking about shooting guns and the whole bit. Really? And then he switched into that whole party hype. I want to wear white suits for the rest of my life. Shit, like that was his shit. And that's what so really got like him. A black eyed peas. Black eyed peas slash flow writer kind yeah, of. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like big anthemic music. Like, but there's somebody in your team who has to make that call for you, and you as mm-hmm. an artist have to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? And that goes for any independent independent artist who's looking to like really break out and become that big household name, right? At a certain point, you have to make the determination as to whether or not the content you're putting out is going to get you to that level or if you're comfortable getting the kind of response to your content that you're getting now. You know what I'm saying? Or if you just want to make that a bigger, better model. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're going to have to do the complete rebrand, right? So, Eminem is 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 a product of a great rebrand that was guided by people who knew how to guide him. Dr. Dre, people at Interscope. It's not just like, oh, Fat Joe. It's like, if there's one thing in this industry that people should understand, it's it's not about the deal that you're signing. It's who's backing you. You know what I'm saying? Not only backing you within the culture of hip-hop, but also backing you as an exec, right? Mm-hmm. So Dr. Dre is giving Eminem that cultural cosign and that pass. Oh, hell yeah. Right? But then he's also That's backed true. by Jimmy Iovine and the entire Interscope building. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not as cut and dry as just, you know? So I doubt that if Eminem is signed to somebody like Fat Joe, I don't think Fat Joe has the entire Warner Music Group behind him in the same way that a Dr. Dre has Interscope, mm-hmm. right? So I could just I, I could just imagine Eminem just hitting people. You know how back back in the days you, you got you to have Eminem rap Spanish. You're, you're trying to are <laughs> trying to be like yo listen yeah, to no, my I, demo. I totally remember yo yo it's not I was I was just on tour with KRS and this dude literally waited for me to come outside just to give me a CD. I'm like first of all I I don't even play CDs anymore. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? But like it just you know I I think people back in the 90s that's what that was the way to get it on. Like uh-huh. you had your CD you passed it to as many people as possible. It was your demo tape, and mm-hmm. hopefully an artist could sign you, and it works. But, you know, I don't think it, it works as well if an Eminem gets signed to a Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't think it works as well for How do people, people do it now? To get signed? As to, to get signed? No, I mean, holler. 
get the demo I, like you know what i mean like i you, think no nah, i think it, it, it goes back to <laughs> what just exchange it goes, ig yo check out my nah, IG, no yo. did you see that instagram like months ago it was some dude almost getting into a physical fight with 50 cent because he just wanted 50 cent to look at his instagram and he was like dude what am i gonna do with that shit? Clout like, I don't, chasers it, you know what i'm saying <laughs> people just chasing the clout for real because we're in a social media based world now so like it really comes down to like it, it, it's the same old adage that most record execs have been saying over the last 20 years. Even when I was trying to get a deal with major labels, they were just mm -hmm. saying, get hot in the streets. Yep. Now the streets is the internet. There is no streets anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now IG though, is the streets. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Even though I feel like I think there's something, there's a value in being recognized in the streets. It, it's very surprising to me how many artists have, you know, 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers, get millions of views mm -hmm. on, on their videos, but they can't fill a room full of 50 people for mm. a show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they, they're, they're using their Instagram numbers to warrant certain kind of money and certain kind of bags in the industry. Mm -hmm. But you you're not really worth that in, in, in real life. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? So don't give me don't don't give me a shit about your numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like let me hear you in the streets. If I if I I know an artist is popping if I see like their Instagram movement and I see how that's connecting and I see the engagement, but then I know they're for sure popping if I go outside and I'm hearing their songs on on in cars. If if I'm watching TV and I see their show or their 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 songs being played. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I know an artist is like really getting out of here. You know what I'm saying? People like Meg Thee Stallion and other artists, you know, but again, they're backed by, you know, certain people within the culture of hip hop. And then that's further backed by people in the record industry who are literally pressing the proverbial button for their shit to go. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what it comes down to. So shout there's out to everybody. Else, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of pay to play out there. No, I mean, there's always pay to play. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it, I, I was just having you this conversation. You think rap caviar is pay, pay to play? Rap caviar. Um... Okay, let's have this conversation. <laughs> no, let, 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 let's really have this conversation because I think a lot of artists... So, pay-to-play could be a lot of things, right? Ultimately, pay-to-play, philosophically, is investing in yourself. Yeah, I mean, right? but, but the original, what we the know original, as pay-to-play yeah, is here. Here's some loot. The, the original notion of pay-to-play that we take exception to as artists is I give you a whole lot of money that I realistically cannot afford for a very small window of opportunity, right? So if pay-to-play shows, for example, you're paying three to $500 for 10 minutes on stage to open up for a semi-known artist along with 20 other MCs or artists. Yeah, but I mean, right? when, when it comes to radio and, and the power of radio- But then there's, there's pay-to-play payola, right? There's saying, artists, that's what I'm talking you know what I'm saying? About. But that, that, that's marketing budgets. You know what I'm saying? That's that's but it's not that's legal. coddling. It's not legal technically, but it, I mean, who, who's stopping it? It's been going on 50, 60 years already. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it sucks, but that's the reality of the of the industry, right? Pay to play is just played on different scales. There's the pay to play of I come to the radio station, give you a few thousand dollars, and you play my record on your mix show. There's oh, yeah. that, oh, there's yeah, that yeah. kind of pay to play. You know what's another pay to play? When Atlantic Records creates a DJ conference and spends hundreds of thousands of dollars to fly every DJ in the United States to Puerto Rico to so that they could get exposed to the records that Atlantic Records wants to push out. So that's, that's what happens. also pay to play. That's, that's so that 100% what happens. Uh -huh. Right, they're schmoozing with the with the program directors, mm -hmm. all the DJs who have mix show. I don't even think mix show is as popular now because we have viral video and all that shit. But that's what was going on, going down. Program directors were getting smooths, they were getting lap dances in in Puerto Rico, Miami, all of that <laughs> shit. Then going back to their little country bumpkin regions or their markets, and then adding the song to rotation. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's a best pay to play on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. right? So as an independent artist in this marketplace, you just got to figure out how do you want to invest in yourself? How do you want to pay to play? Do you want to spend $500 of your rent money to perform 10 minutes for Joe Schmo MC who used to be hot 10 years ago? Or would you rather invest in yourself in say, okay, maybe work with a venue to put together an event? You know what I'm saying? Maybe in that event, I bring a well-known artist. Or maybe I just headline myself if I got a buzz like that. That's also pay-to-play. It's putting up your own money. No one's going to invest in you if you don't invest in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not willing to put up your own money for you, how do you expect anybody to want to either pay $10 to see you perform or even invest in you for any, oh, I'm hot in these streets? No, no. Just because you got like 150 likes on a picture? No, you're not hot in these streets, right? Like, invest in yourself, find smart ways of investing in yourself, and then you'll see some traction from it. And every every artist has a different business model that may or may not work for them. I'm a boom bap, sample-based hip-hop MC and producer. I'm not in the rolling loud crowd of artists. So I got to move and navigate differently with my career mm-hmm. than somebody who's my son's age. You know what I'm but saying? But you got to find those platforms who align with your... Exactly. Uh, and, and those artists mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. say, okay, I, I'm, I'm similar to these artists. We have similar or mm-hmm. we have overlapping fan bases and demographics. That's who I want to work within. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just interesting. That whole, if, you know, Fat Joe passing on Eminem. It's, and not necessarily the biggest mistake. I just don't think it would have worked. I think Fat Joe signing a white MC in the early 2000s wouldn't have popped off as much as Dr. Dre signing a white MC mm-hmm. in the in, in late in the late 90s. Oh yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what else is going on in the culture? Vivo just released their top 10 videos of the decade, I believe. Top 10 videos of the decade, according to Vivo. Um, I really don't know what the criteria is that they used. Only probably, you know, numbers or, uh, you know, hits, you know, views, whatever uh, the case is, right? Billboard charts. Right. So number 10 was Post Malone and Sway Lee Sunflower off the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Mm -hmm. That's 10 of the decade. That literally just came out last year. Of the decade. Right. Um, Ray so, Shremmerd and, and Gucci Mane, Black Beatles. I could believe that one. That was a huge record, right? That was, you know, uh, so that was 305 million views um, of that record. Uh, and that came out 2016, right? Tyga, that's another recent video that came out maybe last year. 316 million views. Future with uh, Weekend Low Life, that came out a few years back. Uh, 318 million. Eminem and Rihanna, Love the Way You Lie, that's at number six with 320 million views. I'm very surprised. That actually seems low in terms of what I think. DJ Khaled and Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, Lil Wayne, I'm the One, that came out last year, I think. 324 million views. I think this list views. is like that, that other list with... Um Joe Button <laughs> in the top. I'm tired of lists. Can we just fucking put a moratorium on lists? I'm done with these lists because these lists are never accurate. They just put a. I think Rolling Stone or like one of these magazines put out a, a like 50 top singer list and like mm. Bob Dylan is number three. Mm-hmm. Singers, mm-hmm. not musicians, not songwriters, singers. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me Bob Dylan sings better than fucking Sam Cooke? You got to be fucking kidding me. In any case. So, Drake is at number four with Hotline Yeah, Bang Bob with, Dylan has a distinct voice. He has a very distinct is, voice. He's an amazing songwriter. He spoke for an entire generation. But vocally, as yeah. a vocal performer, yeah. I you're not... No, fuck that. Right. Um, Drake is at number four with 342... No, 324 million views. Um, these are all videos that came out in like the last three years. So, I I don't know how it's the top yeah. of the decade. Yeah. It's weird. 
Ray Shremmerd, no type. Ray Shremmerd is all over this shit. 327 million views. Post Malone again featuring Quavo. I need to start doing a, a top 10 list for everything. Oh, now you're going to do lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna just, it'll be my thing. Top 10 whack-ass list. <laughs> <laughs> 479 million views for this Post Malone featuring Quavo uh, song, Congratulations. And the number one video of the decade is Watch Me. 527 million views. That's Watch Me Whip. You know, what my, you, know, you know what my favorite lists are? The Ego Trips book oh, of rap yeah, lists. Yeah, 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 now yeah. that's Those are good a, lists. a book of yeah. lists that you know you, you need know. to check out. And they should make them like, like Guinness Book of World Records, like Almanacs. You know what I'm saying? Like Where it's like you have your top 10 list. But we need people who are like really invested in the culture and have a, record, uh, a reputation in the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. To put together these lists. People who, won't, who won't be argued. Like if... if you know, if, if certain like if old man Ebro puts together a list, I'm fighting that list, right? <laughs> like if you know, if, if if certain other people within the culture put together a list, you don't think you'd you'd align with his list? No, he put out the list. He oh, put he Joe oh, Budden oh, number oh, three. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, knock, oh. the, knock it the fuck off. I, I, like, I you, didn't know that was him. Yeah, it was oh, it was okay. Ebro's list, you know. But I think also lists are, are out there to cloud chase and to get you know clickbait and all uh -huh. that shit. So uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. it's interesting. It's it's basically for people like me to like have my main vein like pop and and, and <laughs> get inflamed, <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, so yeah, mad yeah, at yeah, the yeah. bullshit that they're, they're trolling. putting out there. Yeah. They're definitely trolling. Exactly. It's it's all it's it's all bad. I'm increasingly losing faith in humanity. But let's get into some music before yeah. we get out of here, man. Some um, videos do quick or music. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's. Um, what do we? What do we have here? We have Snoop Dogg misinformed featuring Slick Rick. I'm into that. Can we do that yeah, one? Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, let's do that one. This is Snoop Dogg so misinformed featuring the legendary Slick Rick. For those who don't know, Slick Rick is out here along with Yasin Bay, aka Most Def, Erica Badu, Souls of Mischief. Fucking who else is on that bill? Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. You know bro. what I'm saying? Like everybody's. And that's out going here. on tonight. Greek Theater, Berkeley. Check it out tonight. I may or may not be in the building. I'll see. I don't know. I haven't Come determined on. yet. It's you know. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Um. Yeah. But so misinformed featuring Slick Rick. Just check this out. TrueSchool.com. I have to say that this gentleman and all other people who are not blessed with melanin at this point in time. To understand that what has happened in our history is that you have been misinformed as much as we have been misinformed. Much of the information that is brought forth, not only from Dr. Muhammad, but other areas, other scholars, are not available to you, as a sister said, in your curriculums that you have for 400 years when you did not allow us to read and write and was being hidden. Whether you, sir, personally did that or not, it was a legacy that was passed on to you. And I end by saying the Holocaust is simply the greatest atrocity on film. Ours was not filmed. No apology, equality. Youth is future, let's move forward. Healthy mentality helps sanity. Melting pot help us up, alternate. Facts had backwards and inaccurate. Tell folks no backing up, tracking up. Good over evil, deceitful. Morals, principles, the simple. What will it take to get my peoples to connect together? You know it's black excellence, two feet compete together. Picture a photograph of black folks live together. In high definition, in high I would never turn my back on the block. I got the black on my back like James Brown. Boy, I'm proud to be black to all my sisters. Mother Earth has birthed us, nurtures, it hurts us first, Miss Earth. To all my sisters, ain't no knocking your back. 
politicians politicking with the gown and the cap. The house got flavor and I like it like that. Black girl power, yeah, I'm rocking with that. Those is getting kicked down, statues is getting ripped down. Presidents meeting overseas just to have a sit down. They trying to keep us from running up. I never tell you to get down, it's all about coming up. No apology, equality. Youth is future, let's move forward. Healthy mentality helps sanity. Melting pot help us up all tonight. Facts had backwards and inaccurate. Tell folks no backing up, track it up. Good over evil, deceitful. Morals, principles, it's simple, son. son. So what are you saying? The foundation was laid, y'all nation was made off our ancestors back, back, back in the days. 400 years ago, y'all made us slaves, and you can hear it in the spirit coming deep from the ground. Oh, you didn't, uh, you didn't, did you see, have you ever seen a video of him, like, this hey. video? But you ain't tripping, you it's, it's like a, it's kind of like he's all good, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like a piece of shook kind of video, yeah. No. So I read the Bible, then the Holy Quran. Went to Jamaica to acquire my knowledge. Sat with some rosters till my game got polished. The gang bang extreme with malice. It's <laughs> like a train for college. Yeah. They try to keep us. I never tell you to get down. It's all about coming up. No apology, equality. Youth is future, let's move forward. Healthy mentality helps sanity. Melting pot help us up. Oh, it was? Okay. Tad backwards and inaccurate. Tell folks no backing up, tracking up. Good over evil, deceitful. Morals, principles, it's simple, son. It's a shame that our fathers and mothers are killed and we can't receive them anymore. It's a shame that we have to go to the graveyard and bury them. And we have tears, and we shouldn't have tears. We need our fathers and mothers to be by our side. Okay, that put me in a somber-ass fucking mood. <laughs> there you go. Snoop Dogg, so misinformed, featuring Slick Rick. Dope video. You know what? I I'm just glad that, you know, people are still making, like, good, like, you know, message I, music. I, I, Snoop, I, 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 I need to give him I appreciate some props the for giving effort. some message. Yeah, I, I appreciate the effort. Now, with that said, I'm going to get in my bullshit. <laughs> you weren't feeling the song? I, well, What's the, your rating? The song was five, cool. I mean, on a, scale of, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, like, it's a 6, right? Like, I, I don't think anybody is really fucking with Snoop Dogg music like that anymore. Or brand new Snoop Dogg music. <laughs> no, he got some... No, he that, does. No, let, no, let's not get it fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Snoop Dogg is one of the GOATs. Like, I'm not... This is not to disrespect his legacy or what he's put forward. I'm just really upset or frustrated at older artists now wanting to turn the corner into this woke, hyper-woke, socially relevant, social conscious move when at the, at your peak popularity you were with the bullshit you know what i'm saying like no but people grow up right ti was with the bullshit at his peak popularity Yo. right snoop dogg was with the bullshit at his peak right. it wasn't even like they were like chiming in on social issues they were just like yo fuck that noise we going to fuck these hoes and smoke this weed and that's pretty much that and you know i mean but, but, and then ti switched around and he put out a conscious album it didn't yeah. go anywhere and but, and that's the problem you know what i'm saying and 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 that's what they say and that, but that i like some of the joints on it actually i mean no i i think that album was really good mm -hmm. i think that album was really really fucking good you know what i'm saying the problem is that that's not what people want to hear when you spend the last 10 years on some trap shit 
You know what I'm saying? Like you're alienating your fan base because you you've never taken the point to at least sprinkle social consciousness in your music, right? So what do you mean? on he the had surface, his, it, it seems had like his a complete one eighty. Rastafari phase. Who? Ti or, or no Snoop? <laughs> yeah, but come on, but no one was listening. For, look, no one was looking for a Snoop Dogg album. He had to fucking go to Jamaica and become a Rastafarian for people to pay attention again. Nobody was <laughs> and like, even then he still you know got some, like, some backlash from it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and no one knows if he's still a Rasta. He had the dreads and now I don't know if he's still into that shit. No one knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm just I, I I'm disappointed in 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 that. Not to say that it's it, like it's not song. beneficial. Not to say that it's helpful. This song in particular is dope. I always love hearing Slick Rick's voice, especially now more than ever. I would love for Slick Rick to be doing records with the younger generation. I think that'd be really dope if you got him on a on a on a record with like some of the Lils and the Youngs of the world, right? I think that would be dope um, if we got Slick Record or Slick Rick on that. Um, but I just yeah, I, that's I, just like a, a it, that sounds like a, a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they'll find a way for us to love it. Um, but I is is one of those things where like I as an artist myself I think there is benefit even at your peak popularity to at least sprinkle some level of social consciousness yeah. into your music so that balance. people yeah just so that people aren't like completely caught off guard when you want to go the completely opposite route of the bullshit that you were spewing 10 years ago when you were at the height of your career you know what I'm saying if they were like well oh there was always glimpses of it then I think people are more receptive of it but I, speaking to T.I.'s album not doing as well as his previous albums when he went all the way socially conscious is because nobody was he wasn't doing that before he, he didn't have that same energy mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And it, it you know And he's been Kind of in that rebrand Almost 10 years now mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. After the whole Gun charge situation After his bodyguard died After like you know he had Well people- I mean we all You know I think I always say this You know Some people who Grew up on hip hop Actually grow up You know what I mean That like, too A lot of that these too. people you Who know used to like, be I, like I, I, I per- yeah, I personally take it for granted. Like I, I was tell I, I had a meeting at City Hall, low flex, mm-hmm. uh, low key flex. Ow. Um, I had a city at City Hall. I had a meeting at City Hall, uh, talking about hip hop education, and I, I, you know, I speak about my own personal story and all of that. And I often take for granted that my foyer into being a socially conscious human being was hip hop music, right? The music I was listening to, the mm-hmm. books that I was reading, the try to be a better MC mm-hmm. is what made me lean towards being somewhat of a socially, spiritually conscious MC even at an early age. Which songs? Which albums? I mean, it was like Wu-Tang albums, right? Like listening to like the Gods and Earths talk and like that being reflected in like the, the, the neighborhood that I was growing up in, the schools that I was going up, you know, go, uh, going to. Like there were a lot of like people who were regurgitating that message. It was about knowledge and being how dope. Keith uh-huh. Murray was had a hit single speaking about like all this like vocabulary and you know what I'm saying? The most beautifulest thing in this world. Like uh-huh. that was a hit record yeah. when I was a kid. Right, no, no. he's using all this extensive vocabulary mm-hmm. in his records. You know what I mean? So like, I came up in that era, and and all that music gave me, uh, uh, kind of gave me an introduction into reading certain books, understanding certain concepts at a very early age. Yeah. So as a rapper, I just kind of continued that path, and I take it for granted that most people they weren't on that hype. Yeah. So even at the I height mean, of your career, enemy opened me up to like you know. Yeah. I never, I didn't know who Farrakhan was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like you know, so all too often we have a lot of artists. Who are just trap niggas from the hood trying to get out, trying to make a way for themselves, doing the best they can creatively, and they may not have been exposed yet to all of these different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know, so it's 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 something that I often forget about. So when I look at certain artists now trying to turn the corner and be all rah rah socially Yo, conscious, look at Scarface. Like, yeah, he, he's you know what I'm turned saying? around. So, but Scarface used to Scarface have- has been with the shit though for a minute. 
True, true. Right? On some socially conscious kind of hype. And it, it wasn't preachy. Like, what, what Scarface was doing was more like hood shit on, from a very introspective and reflective uh, But, I mean, position. early Ghetto Boys stuff used to definitely have some, like, you know, questionable lyrics. For sure. You can't, you know, yeah, <laughs> take sure. away, you know, some of this stuff was super violent and yeah, I just, hyper... I just wish it slapped a little more. That's all. You know what I'm saying? I just wish that the songs were of better quality, uh-huh, uh-huh. that people supported it a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Even myself included. I don't think I'll ever listen to this song again, even though it has a positive <laughs> message. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, we're, we're victims of the bullshit, too. You know what I mean? True, um, true. But do we have anything else we would say before we get out of here? A lot of things going on this weekend. What you got? What are you getting into, Ren? Uh, I'm going to try to check out that show. I got a, a family reunion I'm trying to set up for tomorrow, but I'm trying to uh-huh. check out the show today. Tonight, most deaf and uh, Eric Badu, Badu, Slick Reg, Busta Rhymes, Busta Rhymes Souls, of, Souls mischief. of Mischief. It's gonna be a thing. Yeah. So tonight, that's that's what's going on. Um, I'm I start. I'm giving away a bunch of tickets. Giving away tickets to Big Daddy Kane for Saturday at the Yoshi's mm-hmm. next week. DJ Quick is at the New Parish. I'm giving away tickets to that. Saba and Pivot Gang is also going to be at the New Parish coming up soon. There, I'm giving away all these tickets on TrueSchool.com. Little Brother, Kevin Gates, Asa Ferg, Ali Shaheed, Muhammad. So, yeah, check out the website, TrueSchool.com. That's what's going on in the Bay Area coming up. And if you want to see a recap of this with all the multiple camera angles, check out TrueSchoolTV.com, your one-stop shop for all hip-hop video content, music videos, podcasts, interviews, all the shit. Unlearn the world, rend the vinyl archaeologist. Y'all have a free and safe weekend. We out of here. Peace. Follow us. One love. Can you um, hit up? Uh, I was like, what? What are you asking me to do? Are you serious right now? And then, he, and then he, he got to the point where he was serious, like, enough to fucking fire me. I was like, oh, wow, this, this is crazy. Okay, well, if it's like that. Whatever. That's just nuts. It is nuts. Yeah. I you know, it's like, he just wants me to do whatever the fuck he says. And that's not, that's not, necessarily, that's not how the shit works. That's not even in my job description. <laughs> I'm events. That's not, you know, like, cloud chasing is not in my job description. And if you want to do it, you can do it. He has just as much or even more contact with that, with, with the daughter than I did. You know, I, barely, yeah. I, said, I shook her hand, said hi, and introduced myself. That was it. Besides planning her fucking travel, we didn't have any niceties or built any type of rapport. Or, you know what I mean? You don't really just do that. You, and he should know. You Who know, does he, that? He, he knows. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta like just say yeah and just like yeah. Just keep like, moving. I don't know why you guys fight. I'm just like I'm I just wasn't gonna... fight. I, but I, that's just weird, yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like trying to like and like force his will on me, and that's not cool. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? That's, that's I just, just you know. I,
a reputation to uphold. And I'm, I'm kind of, I have a, you know, a, a, you too, right? You yeah. move a certain way. You don't do that. That's not something you would do. You know? I think there's, it's something bigger, you know what I mean? I think it's something just... No, I mean, I think it's totally something... You know, he doesn't like me disagreeing, 